0: DJ PK, time to welcome in Brian Howell, beat writer for BuffZone.com. Brian, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? I wonder if you have access to how much traffic BuffZone.com is getting this morning. As CU grads (laughs) all over the state and all over the country wake up to the news that your football coach has bailed after one year for a job that he wasn't taking as recently as a couple days ago. But now he can take it and he is and he's doubling his money.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been interesting. I haven't really slept a whole lot as the news broke about you know eleven fifteen, eleven thirty last night as I was getting ready to go to bed and so I was up all night working on stuff and you know, obviously the people that are night owls were responding, but there was a lot of people that were were asleep and you know, so then certainly things have uh you know, busted loose even more with people waking up to that news. It's it's been surprising to a lot of people and there's a lot of anger and hurt and things like that. You know, I understand it from all those fans. I mean, this was just yesterday. Uh, Mel Tucker did three radio spots in Denver where he said, hey, I'm committed to the buffs. So, you know, year two is about building upon our foundation, all that stuff. And just last night, hours before the news broke, he was at a donor event. In Denver talking to donors <laughs> so um, okay. he was making the rounds uh, even while he was negotiating this
0: doubles down on the sliminess, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it's you know you, you hear all the things that are coming out now and it's like you know since this whole thing started I mean, the news broke initially that he was uh, interested or the next was interested in him last Friday night while he was at a donor event in San Diego. And uh, you know he did more donor events in California on Saturday. So he's talked to a lot of donors and done a lot of uh, you know putting out statements that he's committed to Colorado during the last several days.
0: So he wants out because a, it's double the money. b, he thinks there's a lot of hefty, heavy living to do heft heavy lifting to do in Boulder, and he's not sure he can do it. See, because he's got some kind of tie to Michigan State, we don't know about, and it's kind of a dream job. What, what is really driving this?
1: Yeah, I think it's a little bit of you know all three of those things. I don't think that um, the, that the task here was too much for him, but I think certainly, I mean, if the reports are true, Michigan State's going to more than double his salary and more than double the assistant coach salary pool than what he could get here. Um, that's huge, right there. You know, Michigan State, obviously, is a program that has been to bowls 12 of the last 13 years. Colorado has been to one in the last 12 years. I mean, Michigan State's already kind of built the way Mel Tucker wants to build Colorado, so there's not as much building to do there. And, you know, he started his coaching career as a GA at Michigan State and uh, grew up in Cleveland, which is only three and a half hours away, so he's closer to his parents, closer to home. So I think all those factors came into play for him.
0: How about the guys who just signed? I mean, he obviously signs two with the signing date. You end up in December, and then last week, have you heard any response from these guys?
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of it on Twitter, and you know the, the top recruit in their class was a running back out of New Orleans, named Rashad Clayton. You know, four-star running back that you know on 24/7 Sports, one of their highest-rated guys in the last eight years, and. He's one of those guys that uh, apparently woke up this morning to the news and you know was on Twitter saying, I, I can't believe I was lied to from a guy looking, looking me straight in the eye. Um, so he's clearly upset. I've seen other recruits that have said, hey, I'm still committed. This is where I want to be. So um, I imagine there will be some mixed reactions and maybe some guys that um, try to get out of their, their national letter of intent and, and try to move on elsewhere. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that class.
0: How much do you think this reflects on the Pac-12 office and Larry Scott and the bad media deal and schools not having enough money to compete? First, Washington State loses their coach, Mike Leach, to uh, Mississippi State. Now this.
1: Yeah, I I think it it is a reflection of that. I mean, Colorado, uh, you look at their revenue, and the most recent numbers I saw I think were fiscal year 2018. And, you know, Colorado's uh, athletic department revenue was about $55 million less than Michigan State. So uh, there's a huge gap there and that gap's always growing. And you know, with a Michigan State offer, if they're really giving him five and a half, six million dollars a year, Colorado can't compete with that. They can't compete with six million dollars a year for assistance and I'm not sure there's a whole lot of Pac twelve schools that can. And this is not the best team in the Big Town. I mean, this is a good team, but it's not the best team and you know, if the Pac twelve teams can't compete with that, it's gonna be tough to compete down the road for high quality coaches.
0: Already talk about Eric Bieniemy. Obviously, we know he played there, and he's got a good thing going with Kansas City in the NFL. What do you think about his choices or his chances of taking over there?
1: Yeah, I'd be curious if he actually would want that job. He he was the offensive coordinator here, um, 2011 and 12, the first two years of the Pac-12, and that was obviously a very ugly two-year period for Colorado. It didn't end well uh, for that staff and for Bieniemy. You know, he's I know he didn't get any jobs this this winter, but he interviewed for jobs. He's going to be a hot candidate in the NFL in about 10 months. And I would think if you're the enemy and you can do that and not have to deal with recruiting, I think he's more set up for an NFL job. And I'm not sure he would necessarily want to come back to Boulder.
0: You know, looking from a state away, uh, I think we've often wondered how much energy and passion there is around Colorado football, especially with the Broncos right down the road commanding so much interest and so much money. In a weird way, does something like this set people off and maybe rally people around the program?
1: Yeah, maybe it can. Um, And it is an interesting market. You know, I mentioned yesterday, Mel does three radio spots in Denver. What's unusual about that is that Denver radio doesn't ever talk about anything other than the Broncos and maybe some of the other pro sports so for him to be on three radio shows in one day in Denver was almost like it was calculated that he wanted to get the message out that he was committed so um, but yeah I think bus fans you know a lot of them the message you see on, on, on Twitter on social media is that hey they want to rally around the bus and hey we're still shoulder to shoulder all those things and so maybe that does galvanize uh, the fan base I think there's also a lot of them that Kind of look at it and say, you know what, I'm done with this program. If they can't compete, you know, with coaches, we're not ever going to be able to compete. So, um, you know how fans are. There's always those dividing lines.
0: So, if it's not the who do you think?
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there because it's so late in the process. And, um, you know, I don't know where they go. I think a guy like Graham Harrell um, could be a candidate. Uh, I think you got to look at maybe a young coach that you know, wants to make his mark and prove himself and, and that can be here for several years. And, you know, that was the thing with Tucker was that he didn't come from Colorado. He's not, he didn't have any ties. He didn't have any West ties or Pac-12 ties. I always felt like he was one that if he succeeded, he wasn't going to be here very long. And I think Colorado's got to find a guy that wants to be here and, and try to make make their mark in this conference at, at CU for a while.
0: Craig Bowles done pretty well at Wyoming. Does that count? Brian Harson at Boise State. Am I going through the usual suspects and there's really no point in doing this because it's not going to be them?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. those are guys certainly that, you know, they're, you know, they they come up for a lot of jobs and, you know, I think CU could pay more than both those schools and um, it'd be interesting to see what would happen there. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be tough because it is so late in the process. I mean, it's it's an unusual thing to see a coaching search in February and, must have spring ball in about a month, so are they going to have anybody in place by then? <laughs> you would hope so, but you know, what's their staff going to look like? There's a lot of questions for this team.
0: Well, the way things are going, I nominate Mike Leach.
1: <laughs> you know, who knows at this point, right? You know what would know be funny as if Mark D'Antonio <laughs> yeah, said, you know totally. what, I'm going to go to Colorado.
0: <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be. I wonder so at what the, point. That you know the the SEC and the Big Ten have so much money, and you're right. You know you get a lot more resources at Michigan State to build a program, and they're a lot further down the road. But they got to catch Ohio State. You know Utah's won a Pac-12 South the last couple of years. Colorado has to catch Utah now everybody here loves the Utes, but I think the hardest core Ute fans driving down the road right now are like, ooh, he's got to catch Ohio State? Yikes. And Penn State and Michigan in the process. And we've seen uh, uh, Arkansas stole Wisconsin's coach a few years ago. Well, you got to catch LSU and Alabama and Auburn. At what point do people come to the Pac-12 because it isn't the other leagues?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Cause, uh, but Michigan State, you know, you're right, but, I mean, they were in the college football playoffs just four seasons yeah. ago, mm-hmm. and They've won three Big Ten titles in the last 10 years. So, um, I mean, they've had more success than Michigan in the last decade. So um, how far off are they? I don't know. And I, I think if you're a competitor like Mel Tucker, you know, you think you can beat those guys. And um, I think more so for Tucker, you know, obviously there's money involved and things like that. But, um, you know, Tucker's used to being at the highest levels. He's won national titles at Ohio State, Alabama was in a national title game with Georgia, can he get there in the Pac 12 right now? I don't know. But, you know, if you win the Big Ten, you're probably in.
0: Well, Brian, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us when you've been pulling an all nighter after the news broke. We appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no problem. Anytime, guys.
0: All right, Brian Al, BuffZone.com beat rider.